Welcome to Global Journalist, a program by journalists, for journalists, and about journalists, produced by the Missouri School of Journalism in partnership with the Reynolds Journalism Institute and KBIA, Mitt Missouri's public radio. I'm Akil Hamza, and I apologize in advance if the sound quality isn't as crisp as it should be. I'm currently reporting inside my home from Singapore, in the midst of a soft lockdown, allowing only essential services to run. For Singapore, this is a bit of a rerun. My country experienced a different coronavirus outbreak in 2003, SARS. Journalists here are using the lessons learned 17 years ago to report on today's COVID-19 pandemic. I spoke to two former newspaper editors who share how the reporting process has evolved. In 2003, P.N. Balji was the editor-in-chief of Today, a free newspaper distributed across Singapore when severe acute respiratory syndrome also known as SARS, hit its shores. It was a very scary time. Journalists had to take precautions when out in the field, and many worked from home. However, working from home was still a relatively new idea at the time. People weren't in the habit of taking home laptops, so social distancing couldn't be observed quite as strictly either. Our computer boys and girls who were in charge of our computers would come to our homes and provide us with computers and link us to the office. That was how the connection was. The news industry had not fully connected with the digital world, and traditional media outlets did not have to compete with alternative news sources like social media 17 years ago. Today, online news is constantly updating 24-7. 17 years ago, print newspapers could only deliver the news a day after it happened. At that time, the online world was still in its infancy. The newspapers and the TV stations and radio stations didn't have to worry about the online world. Today, anyone can be a journalist and break the news online. Social media is an especially popular platform for citizen journalists. Back then, breaking news was a slower process. It's not as instantaneous as it is today, but we still manage. But managing a newspaper was tough, says Eugene Wee, the head of media strategy at Singapore Press Holdings. Coordination was a very big problem. It takes a lot of effort to make sure everything is put together in the paper. Technology didn't make it very easy at that point in time. Fast forward 17 years, and technology has transformed how journalists report remotely in times of pandemics. Interviews are now mostly done via mobile phones or video conference, instead of using landlines. Teams reporting together can communicate quickly through group chats, and editors no longer have to send them individual text messages to relay urgent information. Journalists and their sources are also kept safer, as technology has minimized the need to physically be at hospitals to report. Eugene Wee. Because the video conferencing platforms are so robust these days, a lot of reporting is actually done on that. We call a lot. Amid the COVID-19 pandemic, press conferences have gone online to maintain social distancing. In Singapore, journalists from different news outlets take turns asking questions live during these press conferences, just through a screen this time. Eugene Wee. Even the briefings that used to be done face-to-face with the ministry task force is also done via video conferencing now. And technology has enabled the government to relay information as soon as possible to the public, making use of social media and messaging platforms to send mass updates. Balji said that this was an improvement from SARS. This time, I got the impression that they were more transparent and quick on the draw with information. 
The convenience and speed at which information is transmitted means journalists have a crucial role, interpreting raw data. In Singapore, that raw data includes the ages and occupations of those tested positive for COVID-19, as well as their recent travel history, both abroad and locally, which helps to identify potential hotspots within the country. And since the names of hospitals where COVID patients are being treated are made public, it makes it easier to track and verify cases. Balji says, When they give you new sets of figures, analyze the figures to see if there is a trend. Look to a multiplicity of sources to write the story. Journalists need to make data easy for audiences to understand, says Eugene Wee. Break the news down so that it's easier to consume. Okay, there's 10 pages of it. How do I distill this into one page that is very easily consumed by the reader? The job of the journalist is not only to report the news, but to interpret the news. As the World Health Organization projects the global COVID-19 pandemic to worsen, context is key. Giving context when reporting provides a more accurate picture, as the situation and our understanding of it evolves. Context gives stories background and makes facts easily digestible. It also gives a benchmark for comparison. While car accidents may cause more deaths than COVID-19, for example, that's like comparing apples to oranges. A better context would be comparing it to past pandemics instead. Which is why Balji says journalists should be mindful to not sensationalize the news. We should not do anything to create a panic among the public, which will not serve anybody's purpose. While Balji has retired, he still follows the latest developments in the news daily, except now he's reading online. The newspaper he used to manage has gone fully digital as well, after it ceased printing in 2017. This was to cater to a growing demographic of readers that preferred consuming their news online and to capitalize on advertisers shifting to digital platforms. Advertisements are crucial to run a newspaper. During the SARS epidemic 17 years ago, Balji experienced that firsthand. As a newspaper, we suffered tremendously because advertisements were being withdrawn and our only source of revenue was money from advertising. Amid the COVID-19 pandemic today, Many news outlets are facing a similar problem, as advertisers cut back on advertising. Because of the loss of advertising revenue, journalists are being furloughed and laid off. Some print newspapers have gone completely digital. Others have stopped publishing altogether. But at this moment, journalism is essential. People need to stay informed, and it is up to journalists to inform them. Well, that's it for this edition of Global Journalist. To learn more about reporting during viral outbreaks, visit our program page at kbia.org. We're featuring student-produced podcasts about journalists covering the pandemic today, as well as a show from our archives about coverage of the 2003 SARS outbreak. The editor of today's show is Professor Kat Lucchese. Our executive producer is Kathy Kiley. Some of the music we use today came from Blue Dot Sessions. For all of us at Global Journalist, I'm Akil Hamza. Stay safe, everybody, and wash your hands.